Podcasting from a small town in the Bible Belt, you're listening to the Environmental Christian Podcast. No, that is not an oxymoron. It's a podcast for environmentalists and Christians and Christian environmentalists and environmental Christians. Just keep listening. It's a podcast for you. Pray. Scripture reading. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. Matthew chapter 5. Verses 43 through 45. Oh, this scripture is bringing out the Southern in me. Evidently, Jewish leaders were teaching Jews to love your neighbor and hate your enemy. If Jesus were Southern, I imagine him eyeing those leaders, gently shaking his head while saying, Bless your hearts. Turning to the crowd, he'd say, You know the person you shared your private troubles with who then shared your private troubles as a prayer request to your Sunday school class? Love them, pray for them, and bake them a casserole. The couple who sat in your spot during church? Love them, pray for them, and get to your spot earlier and invite them to sit beside you. Seriously, these seem trivial, and really they are, but if we get angry about them and have trouble letting it go— How much harder is it to pray for the person who is spreading lies about you at work, which got you called into HR? How hard is it to pray for the student who won the academic award by cheating when you worked your tail off studying? But that's not all. Jesus then reminds us that God makes his son rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. That's the southern version of life ain't fair. There's another Southern phrase that comes to mind. Lord, have mercy. In this case, we don't use it out of frustration, but out of confession that we sometimes are the evil and the good, the righteous and the unrighteous, and we can't make it in this life alone. Do you know what conviction is? According to my smart lookup, it's a formal declaration that someone is guilty of a criminal offense made by the verdict of a jury or the decision of a judge in a court of law. In this case, I'm the guilty person, and I have given myself the verdict of guilty. I am guilty, right now, of not loving my enemy. Even now, thinking about it, my face is scrunched and my chest is feeling cold and it's buzzing. Here it goes. I'm really struggling with anti-maskers. A small part of that is, life's not fair. If I have to wear a mask, then you do too. And the fact that mask wearing seems political and shouldn't be. But mostly, it's because of how I see how it affects others. The friend who's been unable to see her father for the last 10 months and then buried him earlier this month because of COVID. 
the grandparents not able to spend time with their grandchildren, the adult children who can't spend time with their parents, the anxiety of going to the grocery store, children not in school, people losing jobs and income, increases in food insecurity. The list goes on. My heart is not having warm and fuzzy feelings towards these people, yet I am supposed to pray for them. Now, if you think a prayer like, God, make them see the error of their ways, that you're so wrong, make them see that is going to be appropriate, then you would be wrong. If I'm truly going to pray for them, I'm going to be spending time thinking about them, all of their person, not just the anti-masking part. Praying for them is probably going to lead to compassion. It may even release the anger. Do I want that? I know it would be better for me in my relationship, but sometimes I just want to be angry and self-righteous. So praying for my enemies is going to be a practice. I may start out with God, make them see how wrong they are. But it will evolve from a self-righteous prayer to more of, I don't know. But I'm hopeful it will be more grace-filled. Who are you angry with? Why? How can you show love? So this week, we're going to pray for our enemies. We're going to pray for those experiencing environmental injustice, like the Bordeaux community outside Nashville, and even those who cause it. And sometimes that's us. Here's a prayer from Pope Francis. All-powerful God, you are present in the whole universe and in the smallest creatures. You embrace with your tenderness all that exists. Pour out upon us the power of your love that we may protect life and beauty. Fill us with peace that we may live as brothers and sisters, harming no one. O God of the poor, Help us to rescue the abandoned and forgotten of this earth, so precious in your eyes. Bring healing to our lives, that we may protect the world and not prey on it, that we may sow beauty, not pollution and destruction. Touch the hearts of those who look only for gain at the expense of the poor in the earth. Teach us to discover the worth of each thing, to be filled with awe and contemplation, to recognize that we are profoundly united with every creature as we journey toward your infinite light. We thank you for being with us each day. Encourage us, we pray, in our struggle for justice, love, and peace. Thanks for listening to The Environmental Christian. If you have a question or comment pertaining to the podcast or Christians in the environment, please send me an email at environmentalchristian at gmail.com or check out The Environmental Christian on Facebook.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace.